This is like an actor horror story, but I'm like choosing to do this for some reason. People will just demonize you for being too sexual. It's just so insane that you almost have to believe it. Hi, I'm Helen Shepherd, and this is The Hollywood Reveal. I'm a British TV host, actor and comedian living in LA, and on this podcast I interview my guests about their lives and careers here in Hollywood. And because it's all about that big Hollywood reveal, of course they spill a whole load of juicy gossip. Expect industry stories and insights, plus a whole lot of inspiration too. Hi everyone. As usual, I'm so excited about my guest, but honestly today I have such an incredible guest for you and she's one of my good friends. She is an actor, a writer and a producer and a director and she's modeled. It's Sophia Dunn-Walker. Oh, thank you. That was a very impressive intro. (laughs) You are very impressive. Oh, thanks. (laughs) We first met actually um, through comedy, through taking... Mm -hmm. Um, Lisa Sunset's Pretty Funny Women class and I think I have to get her on the podcast now because I've mentioned her so many times. Yeah she's quite the connector. Yeah Um, so that is how we met and you've just been kind of in this like comedy writing group with me so Mm -hmm. we hang out a lot and catch up on each other's projects and you've been working on so much incredible stuff you just finished a theatre show right? Uh, Yes a Shakespeare play The Winter's Tale. Yeah And actually, before I get into everything to do with your career and all the different things you're working on, I probably should just jump straight in with our Hollywood reveal question. (laughs) So, this is the Hollywood reveal, which means you have to tell a confession or a Hollywood story, something that you would like to reveal. What have you got for us? (laughs) Well, I am thinking about joining Scientology for all the wrong reasons. (laughs) (laughs) What? I don't even know about this. What, what, what? Hang on. Why are you thinking about joining Scientology? Well, a friend of mine and I sort of are in cahoots, maybe not cahoots, are intrigued by Scientology sort of together. And it's something that I've always been, I'm kind of like a moth to the flame when it comes to weird, dangerous, (laughs) culty stuff. So all I needed was like a push over the edge, which was this guy (laughs) so So you're basically thinking about joining Scientology because a guy you like (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I think you should definitely do it it's yeah it's it's an excellent idea no I'm joking (laughs) don't do that (laughs) well it was technically my idea I just thought it would be an interesting like activity for us to do and in addition to uh robbing a hotel and um being in a nude photo shoot together, which are two things we have also talked about doing. So Nude photo shoot, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm down for that. But robbing a hotel, why? Um, I don't know. I feel like something about this person is like, we kind of bring out the weirdnesses in each other uh, and we're just having fun. Is he an actor? Uh, he's a model, yeah. Oh, he's a model. Model actor. Model actor. Yeah. Maybe you should just make a movie about robbing a hotel or being in Scientology rather than actually doing it. That sounds much healthier, <laughs> yes. That's the beauty of being an artist is you can kind of do things through creativity instead of doing them yeah, through real of, life. Yeah. Actually, I do have one more important question. Who mm. is the guy? Because I want to know how hot he is. Like, how hot can someone be to make you want to join Scientology? Yeah, he... I can't actually say who he is, but he is a model and uh, an actor. So, is he someone that we would know? 
Yeah, it's possible. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, you're going to have to tell me after. I will. Oh, wow. Um, I've actually been into one of the Scientology centers, the big one that they have in Brighton in the UK. Um, and honestly, they just, I didn't really feel like they made a big effort to sell it to me. Yeah, I actually, <laughs> I went to the one in, uh, in I guess, West Hollywood, um, the big one, and it was kind of underwhelming, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I was also a little jealous because I feel like they wanted him more than me. So And that's probably now why you want to join more because they don't seem that interested in you. Exactly. It's the classic, it's the classic <laughs> love story. Classic LA love okay. story right there. But don't like, you're not actually going to join them, are you? Uh, I, TBD, uh, TBA. <laughs> I, you know, I'm kind of ambivalent we- at this point. I need a little more... Um, convincing, but I'm not completely against it. So we may lose you to Scientology because honestly, I just don't know if we can hang out anymore. With oh God. Scientology. <laughs> oh no. Unless you're like um, one of the like really famous, successful ones who gets to do right. all the VIP stuff, and right. then I'll come along for that. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> if I start like being buddy buddy with Tom Cruise, I'll yeah. Let Although you know. <laughs> I've always been weirded out by him, even when I was a kid. I didn't, I liked his movies, but I felt that there was something strange about him. Yeah, I do love the new Top Gun, though, I have to say, I have I to admit. I haven't seen it yet, but I must go see that. Yeah, it's great. I mean, and he's a, he's a brilliant actor, of mm-hmm. course, but there's just, yeah, something not... Uh, I know what you mean. Very, Ooh. very intense guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not sure if I actually want to hang out with him. There's loads of people in Hollywood that I would love to hang out with, but Tom Cruise is not. <laughs> really? I kind of want to hang out with him, but again, I feel like I'm just drawn to like people who are kind of intense and extreme. I feel like he'd be mean for some reason. Yeah. I, I like, don't know. I feel like... Huh. And... Yeah, I feel like he's either really, really nice to you or like he's like screaming at you. Yeah. It's like what most in people's impression yeah. of him is, for sure. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe one day he'll come on the podcast and we can totally. talk about it. You'll have to see for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so back to, I don't know how we can just like return back to normal conversation after that revelation. But um, back to your amazing career. You just finished um, a run of a theatre show. Mm-hmm. It was Shakespeare, right? Yes, it was Shakespeare. Which Shakespeare? Uh, it was called The Winter's Tale. The Winter's it's Tale. It's one of his later plays. I'm always in awe of people... Um, that read and perform Shakespeare because I studied it a lot myself and found it difficult so yeah it's quite the marathon and it's kind of like it's so intense doing theater in particular coming off any big shoot or big show it's like that's something I've really been trying to like learn how to grapple with is like I feel like there's so many ebbs and flows of doing a million things at once and having rehearsals every day and having no time to breathe and then just suddenly everything's over. Yeah. It's like I feel like either I'm doing like three shoots at once or I'm just like not doing anything. And so like learning how to deal with that kind of like coming off an extreme high is, mm-hmm. is yeah, a I challenge. Can, for theater, I can imagine it's even more so. And I guess I feel like that even if I've just had a two-day shoot Mm -hmm. and then it's over and especially if you don't have anything else booked in and you're just kind of like, that was amazing. It's so much fun. I want to do that every day and get paid like that every day and then you're just like, what now? Back to auditioning. Totally. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And you also were just in a movie, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was in a a movie called The Queen Mary um, directed by Gary Shore. 
So I'm excited for that to come out. I actually had an English accent in that movie, so oh, <laughs> thought amazing. you might appreciate that. Yeah, I need to hear some of it. Can you? Uh, you, you don't have to do it. I don't you know don't if I should do I... lines from the movie or. <laughs> um, I think I had another line, like it was like, I believe His Majesty is looking for some company. <laughs> That wasn't like in the movie, it. but that was for another audition I did like years ago. Yeah, my everyone knows my accents uh, are not good. I'm working on my American, but my coach has told me I'm not allowed to share it with anyone yet. Oh no! <laughs> Which I think means it's not very good still. <laughs> I but, feel like I've heard you do an American accent. I thought it was pretty good. I think I can do a really stupid like comedy valley girl type oh, thing. Yeah. But then, and also there's certain words that I can do in lines that I can do. But then mm-hmm. if I have a whole script. I am like, oh my god! And I have to. It takes me so long to go through and carefully mark where all the R's and the A's are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's little things that trip people up with the accents. Yeah, yeah. It's actually pretty hard, and it's the placement of the sound Mm -hmm. in our mouth and Mm -hmm. stuff. Anyway, we won't go into that. That's another episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but you've done a whole lot of epic stuff. Um, you studied acting in Paris, so that Mm -hmm. was kind of how it all started. Yeah, and um. Since then, you've also won several international awards and residencies for playwriting. Mm-hmm. What is it like being in a residency and where have you done them? Yeah, I've done a couple of resident, a few residencies, I guess. Um, and they kind of vary from how accommodating they are, they are, how restrictive they are, how many rules they have. Um, but in general, it's an amazing experience to kind of have some time to make work and bond with other artists. I really wanted to do one, but can I do one for podcasting or comedy? <laughs> Probably. I'm sure, you know, there's so many out there that I'm sure there's one that exists for comedy, for sure. A really luxurious one. Oh, that, they, yeah. Do they give you money? Do you get paid when you do a residency? Uh, for the one that I did in Morocco, they did pay me, but the one I did in France, so they, they did not. they just pay you to go and live there for free and work on your art? Yeah, and you put on a show and sell tickets oh, and stuff, right. and that's sort of how... You have to do some stuff. Right? Yeah. You can't, it's not just like a free holiday. Yeah, I wish. That's kind of what I'm looking for. <laughs> I think some of them probably are like holidays, but... Yeah. Um... Okay, so because it's the Hollywood reveal, I want to ask you about some of the weirdest jobs or weirdest job propositions that you've had. Oh, gosh. Um... Because I, I actually have one. <laughs> Didn't someone ask you to direct some porn? Yes. I, sometimes I forget about that. There's so many weird things <laughs> that have forget. I forget that I've been <laughs> offered thousands of dollars to direct yeah. porn. Wasn't it for like a huge amount of money as well? Yeah, so <laughs> I... I used to hang out at these um, kind of wealthy people's house and I, I'm still friends with them but they would throw parties um, with kind of their various friends and there's just kind of a mashup of these interesting people there and I was just at the party one day and these Spanish identical twins <laughs> came up to me and asked if I'd be interested in directing a lesbian porno for $70,000 um, and it's just so insane that you almost have to believe it because it's so specific and out there and um yeah you know I've kept in touch with them and like turns out they were kind of serious and they do have like resources to make porn and stuff so maybe someday I'll like hit them up to do that I I have mixed feelings about like porn and directing porn but um I mean I'll do it for seventy thousand (laughs) dollars yeah for sure I'm definitely considering it yeah (laughs) um I actually once got asked to do porn in a bar in Hollywood I was it was when I was here before I moved here and I was just hanging out by myself 
I went to a bar and then this guy came over and told me that he was a producer um, and then gave me his business card. And then when I looked it up, it was for porn. Wow. I was like, okay, awesome, great. Yeah, at least he's forthcoming. He's <laughs> yeah. not trying to like manipulate you or something. <laughs> yeah, it was like, you can make really good money. You'd be a brilliant actress. And I was like, <laughs> okay. I did not take him up on that offer. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. It's hard to trust people on the street yeah. <laughs> it's hard to trust you know people that you even meet in auditions and casting rooms and oh stuff yeah for sure totally have you got any other weird jobs or auditions that you can share with us yeah I feel like I have a lot of like self-inflicted weird shit that I do <laughs> um my friend Peter and I are writing a movie together and we wrote a short film version of it and you know he's very like smart well-connected guy and it's like you know, it looks like we might get some money for it. But a lot of this was my idea. Like it involves like me giving birth to myself and like slot being covered in slime and screaming. And I'm like, this is like a horror. This is like an actor horror story. But I'm like choosing to do this for some reason. But it's fun. I mean, I don't know. I think my dream and my hope and my goal is to like make a lot of money from like the really weird stuff that I love to do. So your stuff is pretty crazy and out there. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm just intrigued by different emotional extremes that people can push themselves to. And I I kind of resent, you know, in the indie world, there's a lot of like mumble core, which is very like muted, like soft emotions mm-hmm. and everything's kind of understated. But I'm interested in sort of exploring either like very grand kind of big epic stories like that are reminiscent of the cinema of the 1940s where it's very romantic and like, not a lot is shown but then I'm also really interested in like like extreme horror so like so I'm really just in, like interested in exploring different extremes of how like grand like larger than life emotions are expressed I don't know why when you were saying that I just thought of that movie The Human Centipede oh really like, like that kind of weird stuff kind of I'm not like really into gore but um I visually I like very kind of almost camp humor where it's like almost like silly kind of horror um I don't know how I would manage to combine those things but I guess Hitchcock kind of did yeah (laughs) yeah I'm just I'm not I I like horror and I've um done a couple of horror shorts which were really fun to be in but I just can't deal with watching them yeah it's too much for me I'm like this is not good for my subconscious for sure and I do agree with that I close my eyes during a lot of horror movies so like finding the balance between like gross enough to like get an emotion from people but not something where it becomes like exploitative but it like takes away from the story as well for me if you can't watch part of the film if I'm like if I have a cushion in front of my face I'm like well I'm missing part of the movie so I feel like there's a really fine line there of being able to create a horror movie that's I mean, I know some people just love the gory, disgusting stuff. And I think they're fucking crazy. I know. <laughs> yeah, I don't really, I don't particularly like watching it either. But I like it as a genre. I like filming it. So it's, yeah. it's funny. It's like since I've been in more horror stuff or worked on more horror, it like scares me a little bit less because I think more about it from like a practical effects yeah. standpoint. I think more than horror, actually, like supernatural stuff freaks me out more. Oh, definitely. I love yeah. supernatural horror. But yeah. I feel like... I would also love to be in a really spooky supernatural yeah, movie that I wouldn't fun. be able to watch by myself ever. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so you are, uh, you're bisexual, so you're mm-hmm. an openly queer artist mm-hmm. here in LA. Do you feel like LA is a safe place for you? Uh, definitely. I feel like LA is definitely very like LGBT friendly. I think when it comes to like really getting into that stuff, it becomes trickier in that, you know, I care so much about LGBT and women's issues, but I think, um, how to navigate them is like still sort of new territory. And, um, I guess, yeah, I think what we lack nowadays is really, like, patient, deep conversations about identity and about how, like, different people can relate to each other, um, because I think there's sort of this tendency to, um, I don't know, act like there's easy answers to complex problems when it comes to gender, and I don't think that there are. Yeah, I think the whole identity thing, I think we've had this conversation before. It's just, it's like so nuanced and it's not, yeah. you can't make it black and white. And I think the sooner people kind of stop trying to do that, like yeah. the, the better it will be. Totally. Um, I'm just wondering if you do feel like you receive any uh, prejudice or anything when you're when you're working or auditioning. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, there's definitely like, a lot of opportunities now for like queer artists but also I think there is a tendency to trivialize women's desires in general and I think like the perception of bisexuality especially bisexual bisexuality in women um kind of goes along with that like people will just treat like either demonize you for being too sexual or like say that you're kind of looking for attention is a really common one it's like Mm -hmm. very old one but um, I, I do notice that from time to time. Like, I, I feel that, like, men's sexuality is given more importance still to this day than women's sexuality yeah, is. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think we still see that in movies and TV shows. And Definitely. All the time. Yeah, like, women are expected to be the object of desire rather than the, per- the agent of desire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we need to make more movies where that's not the case. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Let's I, make a movie. Yeah, totally. I'm all for, like you know, expressing agency in, like, uh, unconventional ways, I guess. Yeah. What are you working on right now? (laughs) Ooh, good question. I have two uh, films that I'm co-writing, and one of them is very cerebral and one of them is very visceral. Um, So working on those, and I just wrapped up a pilot that I acted in and wrote um, that was produced by a French couple, which I'm excited for and yeah kind of looking for the next big project although I have a feeling it's going to be that thing again where it's like there's a little bit of a lull right now and as soon as it picks back up I'm going to be doing five things at once. Five million things yeah. at once. <laughs> what do you like to do best? Do you prefer to be acting, writing, producing, directing? That's a, such a good question because there's so many times when I've been like I just want to put acting on the back burner like I studied directing in my undergrad like that was the first thing I wanted to do um but then every time I say I'm gonna just like put acting to the side I get like a really interesting role (laughs) or like somebody asks me to do something and so it's hard to kind of choose one path but I think my dream is ultimately to direct and create my own worlds if I had to choose one yeah 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 oh and I also wanted to mention I forgot to mention this when we were talking about all your many things that you've done you've actually modeled and been in British Vogue as well yeah yeah that was super random because I I've never really had the right body type for modeling but I had like a lot of close friends that were photog like prominent photographers in Paris and 
ended up getting some of my pictures in I British Vogue. So, Shot yeah. in Paris for <laughs> British Vogue. Yeah. Do you have a bit of advice for aspiring actors, writers, producers, multi-hyphenates here in LA? Yeah, I think definitely finding your people, taking care of yourself. It's all a little cliche because everyone says it, but I think there's just truth to what a lot of people have said. Um, find people who want you to succeed, who believe in you, um, who want to make weird stuff with you. And, um, also like just recognize that some days are going to be amazing and some days are going to be really hard. And that's just part of it. I think. I think that's just life in general. Yeah, (laughs) totally. (laughs) Yeah. I like that you said, find people that will make weird stuff with you. Yeah. Do that. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Um, where can we find you online to like follow and keep up to date with all your happenings and many projects um definitely just under my name sophia Dunwalker. walker that's most of my social media and imdb and whatnot yes thank you so much thank you this is really fun yeah so much fun and i can't wait to see what you have coming up for you and what's in store thanks yeah thank you too <laughs> thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode please do give it a five star review and don't forget to follow us on tiktok and instagram at the Hollywood Reveal. I'll catch you in the next episode.